tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. <laughs> TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! I don't know if this is the version from the episode, but I think we get the point. What is up, Mr. Robot Superfans and AfterBuzz fans? Welcome to the Mr. Robot After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. This is episode four, number one dot three underscore Damon's MP4. I am. Yeah, Demons, Demons, Demons I don't, I, yeah. I'm still trying to figure that one out. I'm oh, JC, and here to break it up, my brain is still hurting from what happened tonight. Mm-hmm. I, I, this is the freaking trippiest episode ever. Okay. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, so yeah, I agree with the trippiest. Minutes 25 to 40, I was lost, and I'm going to need your help. Chat rolls help, and if you guys are watching us on youtube.com forward slash TV, hello, but let us introduce our wonderful panel of hosts, starting with the lovely lady to my left. Hey guys, I'm Steph Z, you can tweet me at I-A-M-S-E-F-Z, would love to hear from you and your questions. Bonsoir, everybody. This oh. is actually, oh, you saw how I brought that full circle. I'm going to move over now. <laughs> I'm Ashley Chapman, you guys can hit me up on Twitter, Ashley underscore Chapman with a T. Nice, and who's running the ones and twos in the back there yes. today? Okay, not all at once. I think that's James. All right, there we go. Thank you, James. Wordy word. Make sure to also, if you want to send us your feedback, we are live on the chat roll. Of course, let us know. They're asking, why are we late to our own after show? Because we are really trying to break yeah. down what we just saw. It's been this 10 a, minutes. Yeah, this was a rough, yeah. this was a rough episode. Yeah, what were you guys' thoughts? Well, I mean, still favorite show ever. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, ever, I don't know about ever. But I feel like it wasn't. As much of an emotional roller coaster as the other episodes, but more of like a brain boop. You know what I mean? Like a mind, mind screw. Melts. Mind yeah. melts. There's, that's a way better word than I was going to okay. use. You know what I mean? Like I feel like, yeah. I mean, I loved it. It was a great episode, mm-hmm. but it was, it was. I feel like there was like intensity in the last ones, and I mean, it was still intense. But I don't know. I, don't know. I that's mean, my I, initial. I think there were pieces of emotion here and there, but I, I do agree that there were not as many moments of, you know, us really getting, um, I guess, those more personal. We, we got little tidbits about where people's characters are going and how right. they're evolving, but it was very, very different. This was a mind warp, but I kind of like that. I like I, it, I too. I kind of like that aspect of it. was just different. I wasn't prepared. I, I liked it because it almost seemed as if, you know, Sam Esmo was like, okay, they're going to be, their minds are going to be going in this direction, and we're all going to be leading yep. to this point. And so he was like, okay, I'm going to flip it on you guys, and I'm going to take you all off track and put you in a completely different direction. So I feel like it was very deliberate, though. But I kind of like yeah. that aspect of it. It's, I feel like that's not, this isn't going to be the first time that oh, he yeah, does absolutely. that. Either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you guys told and me it's to only episode four. bring this yeah. up. I was on a whoismrrobot.com, their mm-hmm. site, and there's a little Easter egg that someone found on Reddit, and let me give credit where credit is due, and this was, they build their world in great confusion to force us, force on us the devil's illusion. So that could be that misdirection that we're, you know, that we're all experiencing tonight. Mm -hmm. Because in a sense, 
I think Elliot became more delusional because of the withdrawal. So mm-hmm. it's even more, more unreliable. However, tonight I finally made I connected some dots. Right. Yeah, a lot of dots. And you, you have to go back to the first episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Things that they're saying, everything has a purpose. And actually, Rami Malek was talking about this in an interview. He said, there's not going to be a lot of B and C plots. It's everyone's going to be connected. You know, and on these shows, right. you're going to lay it out, and there's going to be the sub, you know, these smaller characters, and they're going to have their own little subplot. Yeah. No, this is all going to be mm-hmm. one through line. Yeah. So that's great. Which makes it feel, again, to me, more movie-like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It makes you pay attention to everything because yeah. everything like you said is very specific it has a purpose it's not you know we can't just sweep something under the rug we really have to focus and pay attention and really like try to get the message of what's happening and that's great you know this this is a show that's very intent on you being focused and being with each every, and every step of the show yeah you know it's funny a fan already brought this up I was going to bring it up later but QWERTY shout out to QWERTY, Qwerty. the fish come on Keith David shout out is to it, QWERTY was it, it was, Keith I think it was that, uh, his, he has a very recognizable distinguishable yeah. voice it sounded like Keith David it sounded even, like Keith David yeah the fans are saying the same well let's start about the show let's break yeah. down Elliot opening up in F Society and he has a plan for Steel Mountain yes, yes. and the beauty of it of he being empowered that mm-hmm. he says you know now I chose this yeah. but at the same time he's unraveling because of the withdrawal which, which again is the the balance, like the play on balance that I love with this show. Mm-hmm. It's like once you think something's going in in a certain direction and it's it's got structure, it's completely unraveling. You yeah. know, in mm-hmm. the same sense, which mm-hmm. is simultaneously when that's happening, it's kind of awesome. It's keeping uh, keeping our attention and the whole time. What I was going to say though is. We understand that because we go through that, and that's you know this is his demon, but. What's going to be that aha moment? You know, when is it? I mean, we're still, this is episode four of season one. Yeah. My problem is I always, I want resolution now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to just learn to hold your horses, yeah. JC. Uh, got to just let it happen, man. And this isn't something that can be resolved even just through one season. I think that he's going to have highs and lows throughout this entire series. Yeah. So it's something where, you know, we may have resolution in one area, but best believe there's going to be something else that comes up and unravels and we're we're kind of like back at square one, you know? Yeah, but in the same sense, they can't be trying to do this plan for the next, you know, rest of the season and next well, season too. Yeah, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like there's just going to be more twists. I mean, how, they could break into so many different areas yeah. of corruption with the mm-hmm. type of stuff that they're, you know, talking about. There'd be so much to expose that they're right. gonna I feel like they will complete and then move on and there'll be another layer that yeah. you look underneath and you're like oh my god but that was mm-hmm. happening because this happened and now we gotta do this that and the other thing and I, going off of everything everybody has a purpose and everything is specific there's so many avenues that we can go in with this show like last week the episode was about mostly about Tyrell and right. his whole story and background so I feel like every character that's on his show we have the potential to just dive deeper and deeper and just get more and more of those layers so there's a lot of as we said last week meat there Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No. yeah. and you brought up a great fact and that was um, gosh, there's just so much I'm like I, I gotta hold on to this little nugget you said about what the show is going to do and they said it in the episode where Romero was I don't remember the other character's name. They were watching that hacking video mm-hmm. right. while they were in the hotel, right. and they said, yeah, leave it to some other Hollywood writer that's now going to ruin, what is it, a next generation of hackers. Yeah, yeah he said, um, he said, uh, I don't know about you, but I've never seen an animated singing virus before, <laughs> which was awesome. <laughs> Little rabbits across the street. But it is, it's kind of, you know, 
they're in a in very intelligent ways. They're making fun of stuff, and mm-hmm. I like that. They're of making themselves. it seem of themselves exactly, and and how we perceive certain things that they only get. I yeah. think. Yeah. It's excellent. I, bravo. I, lo- I love yeah. the tongue-in-cheek. So we, so we get the introduction, finally get Romero, Trenton. We get to learn the names. And Sam Esmail said this was this was actually his favorite episode, the one we're really? kind of having a hard time with, because he actually didn't write this. Well, I, because he's probably stoked that he knows he's going to throw everyone the biggest yeah, curveball exactly. ever. So Thanks, you're saying Sam this is Esmail. you're saying this episode's the curveball? I'm saying this episode, I think, just when you maybe thought like at the end of last season, I mean last episode last week, I was like, okay, I think I kind of have a slight a grip. Yeah. Not like a grip. I got like a, a thumb and a pointer finger around this thing, and now I'm just like, yeah. Really? Uh, Are I, you not? I, I no, no. It's just you, we missed you last week, and I know, now, I'm, sorry, now I'm, I'm curious sick. to what you thought you had the grasp on, and now it's gone. I know. That's why I said uh, we'll figure it out. Uh, anyway, moving forward. Well, let's yeah, move forward. So and can... so basically, he has the plan, and he's they're going to infiltrate a steel mountain, and he has this plan where what is it? Taren, get the H H back yeah, at the 95 degrees. Dropping the raspberry pie. 95 degrees. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. Um, and I looked. Well, no, we do. I looked it up. The raspberry pie right. is it's like a credit card size. Computer, right? Well, it's what you put in the computer. It's like the the uh, why is it? It's the green thing with all this uh, the board, like the the board, the motherboard. No, it's not the motherboard, but it's a little board you put in the computer. Um, And what it does is they're saying that it's a credit card sized single board computer developed by the UK Raspberry Pi Foundation with the intention of promoting the teaching of basic computer science in schools. That's the actual definition of Raspberry Pi. But boom, Um, so. What they're saying is, I mean, I, I like also that Elliot wants to do this plan, but he's not okay with the original plan, so mm-hmm. he's trying to figure out a way to do it that might morally make him feel better. Sure, not So he's saying that, yeah, and he's saying that once there's a way to fry these boards by increasing the temperature to a threshold that they can't take and, you know, making all the memory go away, and he feels more confident with that. Yeah. But then at the same time, Romero's saying this is not going to work, we don't have enough time, Th- that actually right. now... That E Corp has actually stepped up their security, and now we're going to have to knock down five places if we don't get this Elliot's plan accomplished within a short amount of time. Yeah. So they're racing around the clock. Right. Which, which you know, the interesting thing about that scene for me was that they didn't really investigate more why Elliot had the information from Tyrell, Tyrell yeah. about it being August first, and I believe they said it was. Um, a month becomes all, the 29th. The yeah, 29th, March, so March 29th. So they only had, yeah, a few days to, which I think is really interesting too that it's August, um, I April. mean, April 1st, which is April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's an interesting play mm-hmm. on the timing of we're going to, you know, everything that's going to happen. Absolutely. And, you know, and this is my one gripe on the episode. I'm going to uh-uh. try to remember. It was, if they were working, I know we're going to get to the scene. We're trying to go beat by beat, slight, you know, and their motivations. But if they were working against the clock, and Elliot's main nemesis this episode was Romero. Right. No, I think his main nemesis well, was himself and his drugs. Yeah, well, well, well drug I mean, issue. from what, what I'm saying, the reason he's saying he's a junkie, we, he's a liability, yeah. we can't do but this. But all that's and, true at the current yeah. moment. Correct. But why, if they went through all this through the hotel, why didn't Romero just give him the elixir from the get, from the jump, when he knew he was, he was going to go through this, instead of waiting till the next day? Well, because I think the way that he puts it is that he knows it too well, meaning that he had been a junkie as well. So maybe there's some guilt. 
Oh, so he, so he did it because of the guilt? Because he was like, you've got everybody else fooled, but I know you're going through withdrawals. Right, right. But the fact is, they have this mission that they have to accomplish within a, a certain amount of time. Why didn't he just give them this elixir from the get? Well, I mean, he didn't he seem didn't fully know. comfortable with Elliot's plan from the get-go anyway. Because right. from, from what he says, you know, they had been planning this. This was supposed to be a very well-thought-out, very meticulous plan from Jump. And he, in his mind... He thought that this is, you know, it's too scatterbrained and we're not going to be able to accomplish this in the way that we originally planned. So I think he is just, he's scared. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's kind of like uh, too many cooks in the kitchen type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, right. they had been planning this. I feel like maybe he in, at one point was sort of the head of this, this whole thing. And so now Elliot's kind of stepping in and changing the, the scene a bit. And he feels a little protective of it. Like he, everybody wants this to work, but he, he realizes that Elliot is unreliable in that. Which is interesting because I don't think, and and maybe I'm wrong and maybe I missed this, but I don't think we saw that shift. We did. We just saw Elliot come in and kind of be number one. We didn't see what was happening. Like we don't know who was kind of running it beforehand. So maybe that's where a little bit of the disconnect is. Mm -hmm. And one of the common theories is that it's been Elliot all along. Right, but then he wouldn't be pissed that Elliot came and changed the plan because it would have been Elliot's plan the whole time. Uh-huh. Which yeah, which is an interesting. I thought that too because when he said that you're not Elliot, you're. So I thought that. Which again, maybe. it's a lot of it's unreliable. So it we could be tap dancing down the wrong road right now. But you know, which we probably are. But so. that's okay. Yes. So I mean, and, and you, Steph, you brought up the fact that Romero actually did feel bad for him. You know, the whole hotel. He had to yeah. go through the process and just. I don't know if he felt bad for him rather than he related to him in some way, shape, or form. I think he just, he could recognize it. Yeah. It's just something you can, I mean, everybody else seems to be just kind of on Elliot's every word, you know? Like, whatever he says, whatever his plans are, they're on board 100%. And so with him, you know, he just wants to make sure that whatever Elliot says and what his plans are, they're reliable, that it's actually going to work. And he just kind of sees a little bit past the... I guess the halo effect that Elliot has with these people because mm-hmm, he's right. so much experienced. I don't want to say smarter, but he just he his brain works in a different way to where he can come up with all of these ideas and they actually are great ideas. It's just they're right. risky. How good was it getting to know some of these characters? Actually, that's that the world got expanded a little more. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, Romero is a little more a little more seasoned. He we learn you know he's been there, done that a little more. So you know, it's just fun. See, it's always been. I'm thinking your problem in this episode, you said it wasn't your favorite? Not that it wasn't... Is it because it wasn't as Elliot? It wasn't bad. Like, it wasn't... I just really um, like feeling left in suspense rather than confusion. And I feel like Mm. that was the difference. Yeah. Just my own personal It was preference. a lot more twist and turns. I mean, his whole withdrawal, hallucination, I don't even know what to call yeah. it. it. It went on for, I mean, and I know Dream. that it has a purpose, but it went on for a substantial amount of the episode. So for me, I, I guess I just kind of felt like, okay, what what can I really grab onto? What what should be my focus? You know. You know, I hate to jump ahead. We're jumping mm-hmm. ahead, but that's okay because really, this is such the crux of the episode. Yeah. I think everything that went on on that trip when he tripped when he was tripping out, that's going to play out in episode eight. Yeah. So nine, we can go. Oh, this is why this, this is why, yeah. the key. It's going to all tie back in together. Yeah. So and a quick shout out. I forgot to mention if. If you're not watching us live on AfterBuzzTV.com, go to iTunes or SoundCloud, subscribe, let us know what you think, your thoughts, what you'd like to see us talk about. And actually, Steph, you brought up the fact that 
didn't um, Mr. Robot contact us on Twitter or something? What's going on? No, yeah, we got a tweet today, and if you guys are out there watching, you know, we're going to situate it. We saw it a little late in the day, but they said they had some special information for us. So hopefully we'll be giving getting some information to give you guys. Spoilers, that will, uh, maybe? No, I don't think they would do that. I know. But, you know, hopefully they might have thinking. something... We're working on it. So we're, we're working on some stuff for you guys. Yeah. Absolutely. Stay and tuned. Quick shout out. That's awesome. Thanks for I guess you watch. That's yeah, awesome. That's nice. All right, so and let's move on to Ollie and Angela. And I yes. was really surprised at her I don't even want to say evolution because I still feel like she's evolving, but just their whole yeah. From from last episode she made a huge leap and a huge jump from being the sweet, innocent Angela that we're all I guess accustomed to and yeah it's, it was interesting the leaps that she took in this episode I liked it though you're starting to see the edges what we can yeah. say stuff well I was so, about the dream sequence real quick sorry yeah, that's fine. that the, the thing that I liked though that they showed us though they did show us uh, like we are are we gonna talk more about like the him sure. being shot yeah. and stuff like that absolutely oh, like I feel like once they showed us as soon as he was in the the dream we saw that he didn't have the bruises anymore Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. But he didn't have the bruises anymore, so we knew something else was happening. Yeah. That was interesting that they did that. That, that was all I wanted to say. Um, but back to Ali and Angela. I don't know if she's becoming more badass, so yeah. to speak, or if she's oh. desperate. Or has she always been this? Here's the, or, or that. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because even at the end of the last episode... Where she she took Ollie back so easily, you knew that she had there's another motivation behind that. Right. So you're starting to see she's maybe a little more of a schemer than what we thought. Maybe she is not that angelic figure that we always thought. You know. Yeah. No one's. Elliot said it himself. Everyone has her demons. She has hers, and she definitely has her demons. But I think I, I felt personally like. It, it was. It's the beginning of at least her coming into a more badass mindset or you know when when she had her whole encounter with with uh, Darlene Yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I I personally felt like I mean, it was it to me I it, it paralleled a little bit with with Tyrell and him sleeping with the assistant from the last episode and how that was sort of like a power, you know, it sort of represented like a um, like I guess a, a power scheme, I guess with with Tyrell and him just wanting to control and like own things. And so with her and Darlene, I think that that Darlene sort of awakened this sense of of power within her and and her wanting to really step up and own situations and be in con- more in control than she has been currently. So I I sort of took it that that as. You know, maybe she she did have some, you know, inklings of that in the past, but I feel like now she's really stepping into it and she's owning it. And she's really ready to to just jump in and do whatever she needs to do to make stuff happen. Maybe not necessarily from desperation, but just, for but just Angela? because for for Angela, I do. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it, it awakens something. I picked that up as well with with Darlene in it. Um But then it'll I mean Sorry. Um, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. sorry. Did we say Darlene? I mean, I'm sorry. We meant Shayla. Shayla. Yeah. Shayla oh, and Angela. I'm like, sorry. What are you guys talking about? <laughs> sorry. It's all been, we've been talking Whoa. about Shayla, Shayla and Angela. And Angela. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm like, you guys are. No, you didn't watch the same show as me. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Shayla and Angela. So, can you say that again? No. Okay. I think. Yes. I know where you're going. I think Shayla's involved with setting the whole thing up. 
how she said she gets Angela to take the drugs, then she's saying that her job is now over, she's switching jobs. I feel like part of her her is to make sure Elliot's on his drugs, to keep him on his drugs, to keep him... Like, I feel like somehow she is involved in a bigger picture because she does the drugs with Angela, then Angela goes and does this afterwards. I feel like empowering her to find, look in the mirror and find your badass or whatever she said. I don't know, I could be totally wrong, but I feel like Sheila is a little bit shady. But I'm kind of in love with her at the same point because she's awesome. You can tell all three of us are way down the rabbit hole. Yes. Yep. Which is exactly where I think they want us to be. <laughs> We're drowning in that rabbit hole. I love it. Yeah. My thought. I was, was like, what are you guys talking about? With Shayla, 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 and Angela. It almost, to me, it seemed like towards the end of that episode, I know since we're talking about them, it almost seemed like her relationship in this episode to Shayla was almost Eli- like Elliot to Mr. Robot. Hmm. I can see that. Oh. Yeah. Like it's like Shayla became Angela's Mr. Robot. I like that. Yeah. I yeah. like that a lot. I, I just I just said I, I mean just, making out with yourself, awesome. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> but you know what? In this episode, I felt like Mr. Robot kind of took a back seat a little bit. I felt like Elliot was kind of in the driver's seat for a lot of the episode. You know, usually Mr. Robot, he's the initiator. He's the one who's starting stuff. But with mm-hmm. It seemed to me like he he really was not comfortable with the fact that Elliot was going through these withdrawals. He was not comfortable with getting Elliot more drugs and taking him to the crack house. And but that didn't happen, really. I know, but that was what we saw. Right. If, if Mr. Robot isn't real, and if everything that happens between Mr. Robot and Elliot... It's it's these manifestations of what's happening within yeah. Elliot for for Elliot to kind of take a front seat and for El- and for Mr. Robot to now sort of step back a little bit. I thought that that was interesting. I don't know. Now it's got me thinking. I know. Is Mr. Robot real and Elliot's not real? Wait 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 wait. What did that was that popped in my head? What did you just say? Actually, did okay because during his hallucination, there was a voice that says, "You're not Elliot." You're right. Not and then they cut. So it's it's now having me question: Is it Elliot the one who's not real? And there was Mr. also Robot, because you guys out there, just so you guys know, we watch with uh, closed caption or subtitles, or whatever, so that we can see sometimes too. And it actually had uh, one Robot. that said Mr. Robot saying, "You're saying, not." I was writing not notes. Elliot. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Wait, where were you all episode, JC? I yeah. was I could, busy. Yeah, no, could be no. completely wrong. It could, we we're, could be, we're, we could be dying in late. the rabbit hole, but there's no way that could be in the closed caption. It's, Why would they give that away like that? It, it was there. It, if you guys said it was there, it was there. Yeah. But, and yeah, because I felt like in the beginning when we were still believing that it was actually happening and Mr. Mm-hmm. Robot was getting him the pills, we were all kind of like, whoa, yeah. when the drug dealer or the guy outside the house was clearly interacting, interacting with, with him, Mr. we were Robot. like, yeah. all right, he's real. But then we're like, okay, this whole sequence isn't real. So yeah. it played. Yeah, that's true. Brilliant, brilliant TV. Uh, so should we dive into? Yeah, let's just let's dive float. Dive in deep deep waters here. We're, we're gonna are we gonna dive into the whole trip? Yeah, well, the meanings behind the trip when he goes to his house where it's four hundred four error not found. Yeah. That's his his house from his childhood. The little girl says, "Hello, friend. You're not my friend." Mm-hmm. What is that? All means something. I want to yeah. know what it means. 
I don't think you can. The chat roll will know. The chat roll will know. Well, I have faith in them. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that era 404, our document not found, it's just, it's, it's an open space, which they show us clearly, you know. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why his house isn't there. Like, is he, I mean, maybe he's not there. Maybe it's, maybe Mr. Robots is dead and, and Elliot died as a child and it's a complete flip of what we're thinking. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> you just broke my brain on that one. <laughs> Christian Slater is Elliot's dad. Everybody. I mean, you gotta think about it. The show's called Mr. Robot. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. Maybe. You shouldn't have said that. At minute 24, episode 4, mm-hmm. I think he just broke my brain now. I didn't think of that one. Well, one thing I did like about this episode was just the theme of monsters and everybody trying to figure out what their monster was. And then this parallel of, you know, daemons, which is a tech-related term. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. Pinpointing yes. systems or... Yeah, it's, yeah. it's then, a Linux thing. Also, yeah, Linux. But it's also an archaic meaning for right. demon. Correct. So it's this interesting, you know, correlation between monsters and demons and how they rule you, how they control you, mm-hmm. and how they really change you. Yeah. I thought that that was, was pretty interesting. It was really interesting to add to that because we see Elliot at one point in time getting the, the masks of mm-hmm. these monsters. So it's clear that his demons are himself in a way. Yeah. Not clear, but you can draw that. Conclusion. You know, his, Yeah, mm-hmm. his demons are himself. So crazy. I love the fact that um, in the Angela portion of the dream, she mentioned you're only a month old. Yeah. yeah. And she ate Quarty. <laughs> Quarty was, I mean, that was just, I was like, delicious. what is happening? He looked pretty good, though. And they get married? It was a key. It was the key that was like the motif of the entire episode. This, I don't. It was unlocking. I, I was trying to figure that out. And chat roll, you know, helped me out. What was the... The meaning behind of the, key? the key, yeah. What is, was it? Him un- trying unlocking to unlocking himself, of course. Or unlocking... I, I believe that's the whole key of the oh, show. I feel like figure... that's so too straight... easy. Yeah, that's too easy. Why not put the devil right in front of you? You know, I don't because know. every they remember, remember what I read in the beginning that quote, that Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Right. They're going to try to distract you with all of this the theatrics while they're just sneaking it right in front of you. So Which what does he unlock so... though? Uh, because at the end, when he wakes up, or I guess when he wakes up, his realization is he's alone. So was that what he needed to figure out? Was that he is his breakthrough? You're saying? Yeah. Wow. That's what I was. That's what I thought when he woke yeah. up. That that was like a like a one up. Like on a video mm-hmm. game, he just like one upped himself. He's like ah, yeah. you know, because he's finding out he's gonna if he's gonna. But he knows he's alone. He, he we've heard him say what do other people do when they're sad he what feels alone? alone right but he and he's not legitimately alone unless he's not there you know what i mean like unless but maybe he doesn't exist but you know it's like he has angela he has friends from childhood was that girl supposed to be angela i don't know yeah. no 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 i don't think so but you know he has you know it's established that there's this lifelong child friend so he's not alone because he's still 
you know, she's still in his life. So I don't know the whole. I mean, I don't it's know. too early to tell you, right? You know, yeah. Because I, I immediately want to say, oh, I figured it out. Oh my gosh! In the end, we're it's not just, figuring it out. No, dude. We're oh, not oh, we're close. Jeez, my boy. We're not figuring it out in episode close. four. Just like ownership. It pains you. I love what's happening. When here. Yeah. When Angela looks at you, you're physically in pain. When you get with girls. When Angela starts eating quirty fish, then I, I just, I tap out. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> that was too much for but you. But it was, it was like then they got married. I mean, he was in a tux. Well, was dapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love him. Okay, so that goes with the fact that he, so he's thinking about he being with Angela, and I know the fans got really on our case because early I on I was saying it. I know. In the beginning, I thought that that was an underlying thing, and they totally didn't like it. I've got to email this thing to you guys. It's from another Reddit user. They put a, a, like this little montage of all like the little moments between Elliot and Angela, where it's obvious that they have a thing. They totally have a thing. Even from the first episode, right before the announcement was made about E Corp, when El- Elliot's looking at her lips, she's looking at his. When you look at when you're friends, you Are don't look really at each other's lips. Are they really a couple looking to take the world down together? No. We don't Gosh, Steph. I you gotta thank let you for your the brain go there. You gotta let it go there. Why not? Yeah. That's what exactly what this is yeah. all about. We're all, like, we're all thinking this way and, and distracted by this stuff. You gotta just let your brain go there. Even I'll if send it's it wrong, to... it's time. I know. Here's the thing. I, I, I wanted to bring this up, you know, because they've said some of their influences are, of course, David Fincher. That's what they right. they absolutely admit to that. Uh, yeah. Sam Esmail and Rami Malek have said that. My wonder is, and they also said they love Breaking Bad. Right. And in Breaking Bad, I hate to bring this other show, it was, you know, Walt and Hank. You know, you always knew that eventually they were going to crash. Yeah. Right. And so are we saying, you know, with this, I know he wasn't in this episode, but I got to bring him in. Is the, is the crash going to be, I want to find out who's Elliot's alter, who's the nemesis, the main nemesis. Is it Tyler? Or Tyrell, I'm sorry. Tyrell. Um, is it, I think Yes. I think there's a deeper from the begin from the first moment we met Tyrell yeah, we in all shady. I think I don't know if it's shady or they're in a bigger plan. I don't know exactly what it is. Can't put my finger on it yet. But there's I feel like there's a deeper storyline with Tyrell, with Shayla, and with Angela and. Uh, well, I think the Elliot. last episode for me it proved Ty- Tyrell's shadiness a little bit more because. Yeah. He clearly his his ulterior motive from from what I can gather is that he just wants to be the head of Evil Corp, so that he can. I mean, I don't know what his was his ultimate plan with that would be. I don't. But think, that's. I don't know. Maybe. I don't think that's him. I think his wife's pulling the strings on that one. But I think, a, he, I think it's a little yeah. bit of both because I I saw I caught a little snippet of the the trailer for next week and I think it was Tyrell coming into. Well, it was Tyrell coming into his house with, I think it was his wife that I saw. Right. And he'd made a comment, you know, like, if 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 I were you, I wouldn't let me into the house or something like that. So it, it, he kind of said something threatening or menacing. Um, really? I might have misheard it, but that was something that really caught me in the trailer for next week. Kind of like Walter oh, White, I am the danger. Kind of, kind of, yeah, kind of yeah. like that. So it could be a mix of both, of them both having their own motives and then they're just, you know. You help, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours, type right. of thing. And a quick shout out to Sylvia Love. I feel after this season, we are going to have to rewatch the show. 
Not after this season, this episode. Yeah. I'm going home tonight. Yeah. I've rewatched all of them so Have far. You? Yeah. I just because think- it's just, you see little things, and now that you know where it's gone, you see little, you know, nuggets of them leading you there. Yeah. yeah so, well, now we've devoted so much to the dream, now let's. Yeah. Go on to for once uh, plot point uh, plot to point B with Darlene and Trenton on their search for the Black Army. And this one, I, I this is the first one. I was so happy. I guess I said I, I guarantee the Black Army guy was going to be Darlene's ex boyfriend. Really? From episode one. Yeah, because she brought it up how she was so, this guy was like in love with her. I don't know if you remember that. I don't remember. Episode two? With the CD? Episode one. one. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And I knew that that was going to be the guy. Finally, I was like, I finally got one thing right. <laughs> That's all what it's about. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no. It's um not about being right. But, um, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, yeah. I thought that was a, an interesting twist. That yeah. he was the, the dark army guy that she was going to. No, because we saw something more about of Darlene now. We saw Darlene, because Darlene's always been the wisecracking, you know. We saw that she's smart, and she's using the power of the, the woman to get what she wants. Yeah, are you those call- powers of persuasion. Oh, yeah, that's, they're dangerous. Are you that's calling it out. a woman move? Both are of you, you serious? Are you there have not? been a lot of women moves. Even, even between Angela and Shayla. You would have you ate it up. Yeah. She doesn't like him. She started kissing him, making out with him after she was like mm-hmm. yelling at him in front of his friends to embarrass him or his co-workers. Yeah. And then as soon as she wanted something, she's like, come here, bring it in close, baby. Even between come Angela on. and Shayla, that's still the, the powers of the female persuasion. Yeah. I thought it was... See, I saw from the perspective that this is... She was showing her demon, her vulnerability, the fact that, that she's really... She's idealistic and the fact she really wants this to happen. Not for the fact, like, let's say, Tyrell, who will stop no. at nothing to get You're it accomplished. Really cute, but no. That's not... She is not like, oh, I really want this to happen. Please help me. Oh, you're the best. Thank you. <laughs> no. It's, right. let me play with you so I can get what I want. Come on. Look who we're dealing with. Darlene. She's, like, broken to his house. She's, like... She manipulates everything. Yeah. Come Chat, okay, yeah. YouTubers, what t- Who's right here? I know the girls are, but I'm just yeah. throw me a nugget. That's the answer. You better say there. Yeah, throw me a the girls are always right. right. And I'm, I mean, maybe we have you know experience getting things we want though. <laughs> what? I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. What don't about. break the girl code. I, I can't. Know, right? uh, yes, a quick. And this would be a good time to say, Steve Kaufman, come back next week. <laughs> we need you next week. I He'll know. be back next week. So I'm trying to think. Anything else that we have, need to get through here? Um, no, I think that's about it, you know. Do we need to talk more about the, I know you wanted to talk about the anything we missed, the crack house or anything like that? No, I thought it was, um, I mean, I'm sure there's so many things in there. You know, the thing that stood out for me, too, was the fact that they took it there, that he was going from the pills to the needles. So I feel like that showed us some type of downward spiral or some type of intensity. I feel like there was yeah. a lot of things in that set that that dream sequence, whatever you want to call it, that were very intense. And I feel like there were a lot of clues in there. I'm not sure I know all of them, but I feel like that was uh, like they didn't have to do that. He could have just went in there and got his pills, and then the same exact situation could have happened. Mm-hmm. But it was showing his desperation, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, but I mean, just going back to the whole idea of him being alone too. I don't know why that that struck me so much, and I don't know. I mean, 
yes, there's a huge possibility that Elliot and Angela, there's something there and that they possibly might end up together. But for me, I kind of feel like their relationship, for him, it's just more of his stability. It's his comfort. It's it's where he draws his, hmm. you know, just his level-headedness from. Yeah. JC, are you turning the back on us? I am because all you, what you're saying is all shake. women are manipulative. I can't even say it right now. Yeah. The, chat rolls, women. the chat rolls even agreeing with me. Patrick, all the guys are sucking for, for this. They're like, it's okay, JC. I thought the same thing, too, until the girls pointed it out. Fudge, man. Those powers, you know what? they're magical. They are. It's the, it's. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing, the thing about the dream for me and the aloneness is, I feel like we it was extre- very extreme. Like again, mm-hmm. we went to the pills extreme, and then we went to like marriage, another extreme. So maybe this is just an an inside to how Elliot's brain works a sure. little bit. You know, it's the things he extremely like. Maybe maybe nothing has happened between him and Angela, but mm-hmm. in his head, he wishes that it was. Well, you know. yeah, but I think that it's more so coming from a place of just him wanting to feel more normal, you know? Because in the last episode, that was the whole, I guess, premise behind, you know, him right. doing the whole Starbucks thing and, you know, like, just trying to have a girlfriend and that whole thing. Like, he just wanted to fit in. He just wanted to be normal. He didn't want to have this responsibility. And so him unlocking this this whatever it is that he unlocked within himself, I think he's realizing that, you know, I can't be normal. I kind of have to do this like by myself. And I thought that the extremes of him and Shayla getting together or getting married or whatever it is the relationship Angela. was. You got to get these names <laughs> straight, girl. You're confusing yeah. me. Yeah, we like, got to because... I was like, what are you talking about? My brain is... I need like, We're all... Our brains are fried. <laughs> I need like, I wish you, girl, right I got now. you. Keep going. I'm oh listening. Oh, my gosh. Like, Um, But yeah, so I think that that was an extreme for him. Again, of just just wanting to feel like he has something normal, something stable. I mean, everything that's going on with the withdrawals, everything that's happening with F Society, like it's all shaking him in a way that he's never been shaken before. And I think that a part of him going through everything was just him trying to find something that was comforting, that Mm -hmm. was familiar to him. And so that's, that's what I feel like their relationship is. I, I get some inklings of, of romanticness happening between the two of them, but for me, I just kind of feel like that's his that's his center, that's his comfort. It could you know? be a romantic fan- fantasy, too. I'm not saying that they're going to like hook up and get married. Yeah. I'm just saying in his... I mean, I feel like really with, with love and when you're in a relationship with someone, the true definition of that is finding someone that makes you feel at home. And I feel yeah. like she, she, ma- she does Angela makes him. him feel at home, yeah. so that's what he's grasping for. Whether or not it goes sexual... Yeah, yeah, because that's gonna be tough. Because since they've had and that relationship Shayla's since they're eight, a fun character. Yeah. that's a lot to mortgage on exploring love between the two of them. Yeah. I think totally. And yeah. Shayla's just fun. Yeah, <laughs> I love Shayla, but I definitely think she's got a bigger part in this than uh, than we know. It's gonna go down with Shayla and Angela. That's People are even saying uh, Darlene is the Tyrell of F Society. That's what Superfan Derek Zedo said. So, oh, maybe. Mm. We'll never know. We're gonna be. We're gonna, we're gonna know, man. Every week we're gonna keep doing. Oh, Mr. Robot's not real. Oh, Elliot's not well, real. Every, no. I'm not real. <laughs> Clearly, JC is No, but I um. I don't think that that's the point, really. Like, I don't know that we're trying to. There's a bigger picture that that now that we're four episodes Mm -hmm. in, we see rather than being like, who's real? What's the unreliable narrative? It's like clearly they're taking us down a story. We just need to allow them and and 
try and look for the clues along yeah. the way. You know what I mean? And there's so much commentary too on this show that I yeah. think is it's great. It's it should be recognized. You know, just especially in this episode alone. Um, I think I read somewhere that the whole Raspberry Pi um, plan it was kind of similar to. Um, the the target hack that happened i think it was like maybe a year or so ago where somebody had had hacked into Correct. target server and they were able to steal a bunch of like money through chase and the credit cards so i mean for me i just i really like what i like about this show is that it's very current and it speaks a lot about the stuff that's happening right now like it's almost eerie um i almost feel like a lot it's of the episodes current. are written you know they they've been written way 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 in the past but you know, it's still very current. It's like stuff that's, that's happening in the news right now, today. It's a um, wake-up call. It's it a wake-up call. And that's what I think Sam Esmo is trying to tell us. Down to the smallest point in, in interviews, he talks about changing your password every few, even every few weeks. Um, uh, Rami Malek did it on a Periscope, which we'll get in news and gossip here in a second. But, yeah, he changes his, par- his password every three weeks. Right. I change mine every day now. I don't leave anything <laughs> to anybody. Oh, I saw I have the same password. Me. Well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> okay, so I change take it that every back. hour. Use those powers of persuasion. One, two, three, four, five, five six, yeah. seven, spell it out. Okay, so a little wrap-up. on any, right. fi- any final thoughts on the episode before we move to news and gossip and predictions? Another great episode. Well, yeah. and not as a split decision on how great the episode was. No, I thought it was great. Uh, was I inferring to you? And, okay, yeah, I was. You totally. <laughs> but no, I thought it was great. Like I said, I just it left me feeling something a little bit different than the previous episodes have left me feeling. Yeah. So it, that was not uncomfortable, but that was like hmm, interesting. There, it's a little yeah. bit of a curveball. I think it was it was needed. Yeah. This super was, needed. This super was, this smart. was needed to move. Not necessarily the, the character of Elliot, but the story itself. Like totally. with all the uh, supporting cast. Right. And I think we need that. So, And just for us as an audience, too. Yeah. We, we've been getting so hung up on what we think is real and what's not real right. and what's happening. Now it's forcing me to just say, okay, let me just watch the show. Like, I'm not going to try and get super hung up and caught up on what I think is happening. I'm just going to let things happen. <laughs> and then we will see what happens. So. All right, well said. So let's move on to some newsy, gossipy stuff. Could we really even have gossip about this? Not really. Right? I mean, there's, by definition, no, because I feel like gossip has a negative connotation. Yeah. But the amount of, I don't know the right word, the amount of press that this show is getting and the amount of credit, mm-hmm. um, the articles in Forbes magazine, yeah. like they're just getting so much attention. attention yeah. And I've introduced this show to one of my friends who's, you know, pretty well in the tech industry and he was watching it, loved it, said it was so credible, said stuff like when Angela was in that meeting and got asked to leave that he's done that. What? And that stuff like that has happened because the biggest, like you're talking to someone about a breach in security and a hack, the most important thing is the timestamps. And you know, I mean? like the way that they're doing it is so, so legit. And it okay, keeps across yeah. the board, people are just saying how mm-hmm. legitimate this show is. So that's really exciting. Nice, but very well said. Yeah. Um, also, and the fans are still gravitating. However, it's still go, it's going up on the ratings, 18 to 49. However, overall, it's lo- losing some of the viewers. And because I, it's a smart show, it is. I yeah. think that's. Well, I think that this show, this show makes people. This show has the potential to make people uncomfortable. You have to think out of the box. You have to think that these things are happening in the world that the government and and higher 
whatever make you try and feel safe like the whole point is we're all supposed to be feel safe from this stuff mm-hmm. but in reality we're not 100% protected or so I feel like it, it makes people uncomfortable it makes people think and it's hard to kind of follow it's not hard to follow but if you're you know the the person that's watching Dance Moms and then you switch over to Mr. Robot and in the first two episodes you're like oh this is cool you're like wait I don't want my brain to have to think yeah. it's funny I was gonna say it's smart television I had a, a, a fellow friend, and she was watching her show. We, she was watching one of her shows, and I, I told her I'm going to do Mr. Robot. She said, I tried watching it first 30 minutes, and I had to check out. Right. It was too much for me. Right, yeah. exactly. It, it, I'm, I'm telling you, but it, it's worth it if you just sit yeah. there and give it. It's there for you. It's just challenge but, but yourself. I think a lot of people, they don't like the wool being pulled out from over their eyes, you yeah. know. They but like I, living kind of in a... I don't want to say fantasy, but... No, they you know, do. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we'll just call it what it is. I mean, a fantasy. They don't like knowing, okay, I'm being controlled, and all of these horrible they things are happening around it. me, and I have, you know, I think by watching it some that time, that makes you feel like you're a part of it, and like you have to kind of do something, you know, with it. It's, so, the irony here is, though, is that it's against corporate, and this guy who's trying to topple corporate America... Yet it's being put on by corporate America. Well, and the irony of all ironies is the fact that they don't care because they've already renewed it for a season two. So the fact that they want this show out there speaks volume. so much. Yeah, that's because everyone's making money. Else. Yeah, but if they lose ratings, they're not going to make as much money. Right. But they're, they're saying that they're so behind this show that they're willing to lose money to continue to have this show. And maybe that's dramatic. I don't know if they're what the yeah. numbers mean as, as opposed to winning and it's losing money. It's gaining viewers in 18 to 49, which I hate to say this because as they see it, that's what unfortunately matters in today's landscape, TV landscape, is the 18 to 49 demo. I hate saying that. Yeah, yeah, but that makes sense. Why do you hate that? It's just because it shows a whole part of the uh, other part of the population as well. You know, like like after forty nine, we don't care about those people. I don't know that it's that dramatic. We care yeah. about those people, Absolutely. but I feel like by the time you're fifty, they're just trying to say that you're. You know, my mom is not, and I love my mom, and she's smart and brilliant, but she's not going to want to watch this show, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they're not in the te- they're not. Yeah, I think there's. You know also- what I mean? Like, and I don't think that that's a bad thing yeah mm-hmm. because i think there's also a sense that people they want to feel like they can relate to it in right. some way so and 18 to 49 is a huge demo yeah, yeah. that's a really huge it's, it's growing gap. there so basically right congratulations still kicking butt and yeah and also just one quick shout out for i know the fans are loving this check out he did a periscope and i know you only get a day to watch those but i'm sure it's on youtube and it's a great insight on rami malik and his take on he's tr- he said he's trying to figure out elliot he gets like after episode 3 or 4 he said i just gave up i yeah. just gave up and just, just went on the went on happen. the ride yeah, i went on the ride watch it i love him he's fantastic i so want to have a whiskey with him <laughs> i think y'all hey so we're putting it or out morphine, there maybe that either one no <laughs> no i do hugs not drugs but i'll do the whiskey <laughs> let's do let's get a prediction see what we got for next week all right we kind of talked about it right so we see a little more of tyrell and the wife yeah and what's go- i miss that ashley what what do we see there what do you yeah i mean like I said, it's obvious that they have their ulterior motives. Tyrell obviously wants to be the head of Evil Corp, whether it's his idea to be a head of it or not, or if it's the wife and she has some underlying scheme that involves Tyrell being the head of Evil Corp. I'm Money. still on the fence. Well, 
morning. I mean, but there's so many companies that you could, you know, for you yeah. to, to go through all these leaps, I feel like they are specifically targeting Evil Corp. Because it's it's it is the largest, most powerful conglomerate. So there has to be some like I don't know. I mean, maybe they have a plan that they want to enact, but they can't do it unless they have that power. You know, they have that attention of being the largest, is most powerful like, conglomerate. Oh my goodness! Yeah. No, just put it out there. Put have it you out ever there. seen Runaway Jury? Yes. No. Is this like like that? Like there's some instance, you know, because we touch on how Elliot's dad died from this. Mm-hmm. There's some instance that happened. They've just been plotting forever to like go back against this company. Maybe. I don't know. Now I'm going to have to add that to my view. Again, yeah. right you know, it just sparks that's, that's something. Possible. I'm not as scared to say it. You know, someone might say something that might make someone mm-hmm. else think of something that actually works. All right, I, I'm gonna watch that. Like I said, I'm gonna it's watch. Gonna a great movie, John Cusack. All right, so now the virus is in um, all, safe. all safe. Yeah. So yes. now they're they're completely exposed at this point. And Anybody this is can attack good because them. we. Gideon. I'm thinking about Gideon mm-hmm. because Gideon is still ultra suspicious. And now last week, with what happened with Elliot, he you know Elliot has a motive. Yeah. And it's still sticking on like in, onto, in his, into his side. That yeah. he's, I'm trying to figure out what's going on with that server. And Romero, Ro, uh, Romero said we're still in there, which we all know. Mm-hmm. So when is getting getting going to find out? Yeah. Well, he's going to find out. But Angela plants it that Ollie actually was the one to boom. do it. Yeah. So the, it's scapegoat. Scapegoat. So you're saying that, Ollie's yeah. going down? Yeah, he'll be gone. He'll, what? And his character? I don't think his character. I, I, he could not be on the show. He, next week could be his last episode, and it'd be okay. I think. Okay, that's a great prediction. Let us know what yeah, you think, guys. This wraps us up for another episode of Mr. Robot Stuff. Where can they find you? You guys can find me on all social media at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. Hey, guys. Ashley Chapman. Find me on Twitter, Ashley underscore Chapman, or Instagram at the Ashley Chapman. And a quick shout-out to Steve Kaufman. Hope to see you back yes. next week. You can follow we me. Yes, at JC Rubio TV on Instagram and Twitter. And, of course, James, where can they find you, buddy? Uh, at T-H-E-E Jimbo Slice on Twitter. T-H-E Jimbo Slice Jimbo on Twitter? Slice. The I kind of Jimbo love that. Slice. The Jimbo Slice. T-H-E. I'm in love with that. Oh, yeah. Like oh. the. 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 A Jimbo lot of code, slice. a lot of words. So for James, the lovely Stephan Ashley, I'm JC. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.